Welcome back to another episode. Before I begin, as per usual, our normal message from our sponsor, Eva's Bell Bonds, where their licensed professionals are available 24-7, seven days a week. They work hard to make your experience as fast and convenient as possible. Their goal is to help reunite families across the state of Idaho safely and effectively. Payments are available. Se habla español. Give them a call and let them help you at 208-312-3660. Again, that is 208-312-3660. And don't forget about their location on Blue Lakes Boulevard in Twin Falls. They do um, mainly work out of their office there, but are willing to go out of their way to help you across the state of Idaho, so keep that in mind. Secondly, we can't forget about Hollywood Lux Lash. If you want luxury eyelashes for affordable prices made just for you, then hit up Hollywood Lux Lash. They have styles like Billionaire, Scandal, West Hollywood. There are packs of three as well as styles like Sunset Boulevard, Prestigious, and Icon. And I always, 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 always say this, and you guys know that I literally always say this, but if my eyelashes do not go over my eyebrows, then I don't want to talk. Like, that's just it. I love my eyelashes to be long, and I want to be able to feel like they can make me a bird and fly far, far away when I'm tired of this bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> go check out HollywoodLuxLash.com and order yourself a gift because literally Tony is the best and she will make sure that you are fully satisfied with the product. Okay, you guys, this is going to get real deep. Before, oh no, 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 no. Before I start, yesterday I was informed that to of my friends Pablo and Leo shout out to you guys literally spend 12 hours driving tractor and listening to my podcast <laughs> I I can't believe you guys you guys are awesome thanks for being um thanks for being part of this little baby peacekeeper family and I hope that you guys are doing good and you are staying safe but today we're talking about the death penalty in case you couldn't tell or hadn't noticed <laughs> And it's a very, um, I'm not really like pro or against it. I'm like in a very gray area when it comes down to talking about the death penalty. Because I know that there, a lot of the times there are a lot of cases where the person who is being put to death didn't even like get a fair trial or it's because they're a person of color or they didn't even commit the crime and yet they're still being put to death, you know? But then there are cases like when I see Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy or the toolbox killers, then I'm like, yeah, like fucking guillotine those bitches, like get it over with. And I don't know, I'm in a very gray area, but I, I don't even want to say I'm in a gray area because even that sounds foul. Like I just, I don't like it. And I wish it wasn't a thing, but, but like when it comes down to people who are very horrible, then I understand why it is a thing. But anyway, 
Many of you may be aware that Brandon Bernard was recently executed by lethal injection on December 10th. So, despite everybody trying to do literally everything they could to spare his life, this would have made him the ninth person since, I think, like, June or July, I think, to be executed specifically by the Trump administration. Because before then, before the Trump administration came into play, the federal government hadn't killed a person who was incarcerated on death row in, like, 17 years. But... Trump's kind of been on a on one I should just say and he actually has planned four more executions before Joe Biden is to take place in office so it was 9 27 p.m. when Brandon Bernard was declared dead and when he I'll give you guys kind of the backstory he was convicted in 1999 of the murders of Stacy and Todd Badgley, who were from Killian, is that right? Killian, Killian, Texas. He was one of he was one of like five men who had car carjacked the Badgleys, and then they drove around the round with them in the car, and then they both were shot in the head, and the car was set on fire. So the person who shot them was executed in September. His name was Christopher Via, Via, Villava? Villava. And Bernard was said to set the fire. But his lawyers had found um, evidence that the prosecution had writ- withheld and also di- diminished his role in the crime. So the fact that he was 18 and they also found evidence that he wasn't a part of the crime yet he was still on death row i should also mention that he was a person of color so many people believe that he did not get a fair trial five of the sentencing jurors who um were on the case had said that they would have not set bernard to death if they had known about the evidence sooner about the evidence that was withheld of course so there were a lot of people There was petitions, there were celebrities, a bunch of important humans who were just trying to make sure that he would be able to avoid execution. When they were telling, he was telling us about his story, he had said that he was kept alone for 23 hours a day. He was locked up for 23 hours a day for 17 years. And that just sounds insane to me. He did have two daughters and he would visit with his mother and his brother as well as a sister. And they were able to see each other but simply through a pane of glass. So um, many people had said that he had taken up a liking to classical music and crocheting. And I'm not sure or not. No, she wasn't on the case. So... Um, Bernard's supporters definitely tried to go after Trump and tried to appeal and intervene, but of course, nothing worked. And it was ruled by the Supreme Court six to three that they were going to proceed with the execution. So I, I believe that the 
Kardashians are very, very problematic. But, um, <laughs> and I don't really like them. I'm not very fond of them. But I do believe that at times they do do good things. So Kim Kardashian was a big advocate for Bernard's release. And when she came in contact with him, she had said that one of their last conversations consisted of him telling her that he was claustrophobic and that he was worried that he might have to take a sedative before dying because he just didn't want to panic. But she also said that during this conversation, Bernard's voice was calm and he was able to address the family of the Badgleys who were definitely um, present during this time. Um, and he had said, quote, I'm sorry are the only words I can say that capture how I feel now and how I felt that day. Bernard's family was not allowed to watch him die. And at 9-11 p.m., the lethal injection process began. Shortly after, at 9-15, his body started shaking and his mouth opened wide. At 9-27, he was declared dead. And I just don't know how the government could kill him even though they knew they didn't have to, like they could have just, even if they did not believe that the evidence that was withheld would have set him free, they could have just taken him out of the solitary confinement, taken him off of death row and just left him in a regular prison for life, you know? And it just, it doesn't make any sense that they still would have went through with this despite the evidence despite what the jurors on the case had said and I don't know it just makes me crazy and this is definitely one of the cases as to where I have a lot of trouble with the death penalty like like I said before I already struggle with it but this makes me struggle with it even more so in case you guys don't know the states that do have the death penalty include Alabama Arizona Arkansas Is that even how you say that? Arkansas? (laughs) I'm stupid. Anyway, California, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, and Wyoming. So before I I continue, I literally just paused this, right? And then I started doing the whole Alabama and Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas. And remember what I just literally called it, Arkansas? (laughs) Bro, I hate myself. That's embarrassing. And we're just going to leave that shit so you guys can see me discover my own stupid. (laughs) Oh, man. So the death penalty is... Oh, man, man, I even lost my place because I was so shook. But those states still have the death penalty. And as of November 8th, oh, my God, here we go. And as of November, there has been eight inmates who have received federal executions in 2020 by itself, which is insane considering they haven't touched a single human in death row in 17 years. So I just don't. Like, can somebody make it make sense? The U.S. states that do have the death penalty 
typically use lethal injection as their primary method of execution. But of course, some protocols will be different from state to state. Some will use just one drug and others sometimes use like a cocktail of drugs and mix in two, three, even four. These drugs will then fill the, fill the body, paralyze the inmate, and then stops their heart. And that's just really brutal to me. Like, I just don't know why people feel the need to be that way (laughs) and I don't know maybe like who decides this is my question like how the hell can you as a person decide to take somebody else's life in that case you're just bad as bad as any other murderer you know especially when in the majority of the cases it's simply because some of the evidence was withheld in court and it just doesn't make any sense to me and then the more I think about it the more confused I get because who the hell told you that you could play God you know (sighs) anyway so some of the objections to the death penalty that have been very What's the word for this? (laughs) I'll just say, here you go. Objections to the death penalty have been capital punishment is cruel and unusual, which definitely I can agree with because, like I just stated, who the hell are you to play God and decide that somebody needs to die? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. The second one is capital punishment denies due process of law. And to break that down, it's saying that capital punishment deprives an individual of the opportunity to benefit from new evidence or new laws that might warrant the reversal of a conviction or the setting aside of a death sentence. Also, the majority of these objections to the death penalty are in fact coming from ACLU.org. The next one is capital punishment denies due process of law. I literally just read that. Look at me. What is wrong with me? (laughs) Here, this is the real next one. I was just checking to see if you guys are paying attention. The death penalty violates the constitutional guarantee of equal protection. It is applied randomly and it is imposed upon those whose victims are white. Offenders who are people of color usually have less of a chance of avoiding the death penalty. The next one is that the death penalty is not a viable form of crime control. When police chiefs were asked to rank the factors that in their judgment reduced the rate of violent crime, they mentioned curbing drug use and putting more officers on the street, longer sentences, and gun control. This was ranked the least effective, which I can definitely get behind. Like, what is the death penalty going to do? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And I know that there are a lot of politicians who always talk about um, execution and as to be a method of a crime to try and convince the public that this is this is a reason why we have problems of crime. But that's not exactly true, I don't think. 
Capital Punishment Waste Limited Resources. And this one is probably one of my biggest ones. Like, why the fuck are we wasting so much money on keeping a whole different thing for death row when we haven't even touched them in 17 years? It just wastes so much money. Not only does it squander the time and energy of the courts, prosecuting attorneys, defense counsels, juries, and courtroom and law enforcement personnel... It is definitely a burden to the criminal justice system and is counterproductive as an instrument for society's control of violent crime. There are limited funds that could be used to prevent and solve crime and provide education and jobs, but yet they are spent on capital punishment. But it doesn't make sense because we haven't touched them in 17 years. So what the fuck are we spending that money on, girl? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I hate it here. The next one is opposing the death penalty does not indicate a lack of sympathy for murder victims. Murder demonstrates a lack of respect for human life because life is precious and death is... (sighs) Death is just inevitable. Murder is definitely a policy of state authorized killing and it is a it's just immoral so this definitely i feel like rather than like a reason for it to be like okay there is so hard for, it's so fucking hard for me to explain this because literally it just doesn't make sense but solving murder with murder is just <laughs> and most of the time the family of the victim is not they don't support that violence will solve violence and it's just sad that like victims have to be marginalized you know by prosecutors and politicians and people would rather publicize the opinions of pro-death penalty family members and people who don't because they think it's more important to keep capital punishment out in the open and that's not true and it drives me insane because you don't solve murder with murder people okay so i guess that means that maybe i'm against it no because then when i really think about ted bundy i just want to chop his head off so that's not good bro (laughs) I'm so problematic. Next. Changes in death sentencing have proved to be largely cosmetic. The death... The death... Oh my god. The defects in the death penalty laws by the Supreme Court in the early 1970s have not altered by the shift from unrestrained direction to guided discretion. Such so-called reforms in death sentencing merely mask the impermissible randomness of a process that results in an execution. Next is a society that respects life does not deliberately kill human beings. And I'm going to say that one more time because if we are so like as Christian and churchy as we all say we are, then why does a society that respects life does not deliberately kill human beings, sis? Like, make it make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. (sighs) 
Can you guys tell how crazy this makes me? Like, literally, it just... I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. The last one that I want to talk about, because it was an interesting statement, and I kind of want to open this conversation with somebody. It states, persons who commit murder and other crimes of personal violence often do not premeditate their crimes. And this is one that I kind of have issue with because if they are an experienced murderer, they're always going to be premeditating their crimes. So if they know what they're doing and they know that they're killing people and they know that they're going to continue doing it, does that mean that they also deserve to die? And that's why it confuses me because literally I, I don't know. Because if we leave them in prison, then what if they just keep escaping like Ted Bundy? But again, I would like to believe that our police aren't as dumb as they used to be, but <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> not throwing any shade. Well, I am throwing shade, but it just makes me question literally everything because who are we to decide who lives or dies in any situation, you know? But I also feel like there's a form of justice that needs to be done when we are fully aware of the, that the criminals are the ones at fault. I don't know. And I'm sorry that, look, listen, <clears throat> I'm sorry that my voice keeps going out. Yesterday, I was like out in the cold driving around. And I didn't get home till like four in the morning because I'm trash or whatever. But I don't know. I just want to know your guys' opinion on this because I am in such a gray area with the death penalty. And as much as I don't want to say that, unfortunately, I am. And I'm conflicted. And I want to know your guys' opinions. I also want you guys to be able to um, feel like you can explain express your opinions um just with everything you know like we need to start being more open about this shit because I feel like the younger generation can really make a change and just stop all the nonsense in this world because this world's so disgusting and it makes me sad <laughs> and I'm not just saying it for me I'm saying it like how do any of us like our younger like 20 40 whatever age you guys be having babies how do we ever expect to raise children in this kind of atmosphere and this kind of life with all the hate and the disgustingness that's been going around it just doesn't make any sense so you guys need to also do your part and educate yourself on these types of things and really put your foot down when it comes to talking about things that are unjust and unfair and hopefully that we will be able to just be stronger as a whole and as soon as all these old people croak like I feel like we're going to be just fine because definitely I believe in our generation we're pretty cool even though we're kind of dumb <laughs> but as always thank you for listening remember that we are on all the social medias twitter instagram patreon patreon at passions or peace podcast I appreciate you guys for supporting. Again, shout out to Leo and Pablo for fucking listening to this podcast on repeat and being some of the biggest fans, like you say. I really appreciate you guys. Oh my goodness. We got through another episode. Look at us go. 
it's always hard because I feel like I'm like what if I'm not doing enough or what if uh the content I'm putting out I know the content I put out is a little shitty it's a little um everywhere but that's just who I am as a human and remember I told you guys that I was gonna be my like my true self because I didn't want to be a fake bitch on here because like we're pals me and you we're gonna be friends and that's it and it's like we're just gonna have a casual conversation about the death penalty you know <laughs> but remember to stay peaceful stay passionate take care of yourself make sure you're staying in your house you're watching your kids you drink some water you remember to eat because i know some of you always forget to eat take time to enjoy the things that you love and i will see you guys in the next episode bye